0: And welcome to another new episode of Out The Box Talks I am your host, Krill We have arrived at episode 83 You know, I'll be counting down these episodes until I get to 100 (laughs) Uh, But yeah, um, so this is episode 83 I'm excited to keep the ball rolling The guests that I have on the show today Man, I've been rocking with these brothers from probably since like 2005, man. And it's it's just amazing to be able to build with them and see them still doing their thing up to this point. So this is going to be a really dope build. Uh, I want to shout out a few things Out The Box related, though, before we go into our interview of the day. Uh, Our website is outtheboxmedia.com. So remember, you can go to that site to get acquainted with our recent and all of our previous interviews with artists we've been doing interviews since 2009 and you can find a bulk of that here on this YouTube channel Out the Box TV if you have been rocking with us and you like what we do and you want to support us there's a few ways that you can do that we have our merch store which is at the link with the link is on screen if you're watching on YouTube but it'll also be available in the description and that link is outtheboxmedia.bigcartel.com so if you want to cop your out the box snapback or t-shirt or even coffee mugs and we have a few merchandise for the podcast itself out the box talks podcast you can definitely go to that link also we have a patreon page where you can get Access to exclusive interview clips. These are interview clips that are not available to the free public. So you got to be an out-the-box media Patreon, you know, or a supporter that goes above and beyond to support us in that way. Uh, And I think we have about at least 23 to 24 clips uh, up right now that have like exclusive interviews that have not been heard before unless you're a Patreon subscriber. Also, if you want to donate to our platform, you can donate through Cash App. Uh, the cash tag, OutTheBoxRep, is where you can send Cash App donations. Or you can do it through PayPal, and you can go to paypal.me slash OutTheBoxMedia. If you are watching this episode on YouTube, remember to hit that YouTube subscribe button and the notification bell. And um, if you are, fam- if you're not familiar, we are also available via the audio podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, et cetera. All right. So just wanted to make sure I get that out of the way. Any support that you can give is appreciated. Even if it's in the form of a like or a share, it goes a long way. So Thank you all for taking the time to hear that. We have our interview for today and this interview is going to feature two artists that they re- they you know they rep two different cities. I feel like they're like honorary New Yorkers either way, <laughs> but um and natively they rep us, you know, Cincinnati and Brooklyn. And uh like I said, I've been rocking with them early. Like I think the first time I heard about this group was on um this show called squeeze radio that used to be on Columbia university. It was like Columbia university college radio station. And it was the first time I even heard of this group and I was just loving the vibes. They, they put out a a EP called the sunset EP and everything about it. I was feeling, I was just feeling the energy about what they were bringing and they have gone on to just be consistent and keep up with that quality that they've been known for initially when I first heard of them. So they have a new album out today. It's sort of self-titled, but not self-titled, and we'll get into that. Um, And um, yeah, man, it's just a pleasure to be able to build with them. So without further ado, I want to welcome to our Out The Box Talks listening audience, my brothers, Don Will and Von P better known as Tanya Morgan.
1: What's, what's good? good? What's good? Yo, what's I'm good?
0: up? What's good, man? How y'all doing?
2: I'm pretty good, man. You know what I'm saying? Just enjoying this. I don't know what day it is, but enjoying this evening. It's, it's been a, a marathon of a day for myself, so to finally get to sit down and have a conversation is
1: dope. Dope, yeah, dope, man, dope. and um, same same here, man. Like I said, you know, back back home for a little while, so just getting getting readjusted to the hometown again, and but now I just been chilling with family, man. So good, can't complain.
0: Indeed, indeed, man. Like I said, man, it's a pleasure to have y'all here. I didn't get a chance to mention in the intro that um, in addition to the Sunset EP, like you guys have put out like a variety of projects over the years. As Tanya Morgan, but also as solo artists as well. You know, like, I remember the Moonlighting project that came out around 2006, then came The Uh Bridge, then came Brooklyn Addy, which was another another favorite of mine's. Um, And then over the years, you guys continue to put out projects. Um, I know last year y'all put out the Be Right Back EP, and now y'all have officially released y'all full-length project. Um, and, and I realize it's been a little while since y'all put out a full-length project, so it's, it's good to hear that Don and Vaughn has arrived. <laughs> right. Um, I want to start first, though, by, um, you know, asking you guys this question. Like, Tanya Morgan, for those that may not know, initially started out as a trio with Ilyas as a member back in the early 2000s. But you two have been putting out releases as a duo since the You and What Army project, I think, in 2011, which was like the last time I interviewed y'all. After a decade of doing music as a duo, what made y'all now want to title this new album Don and Vaughn?
1: Go ahead.
2: (laughs) Well, I've been... I've been pressuring Vaughn to do an album titled Don and Vaughn for a long time. So it was, it was was bound to happen just mainly because, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know that for the group to be named Tanya Morgan, is always like, there's always like this, who is she world, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's always that, that confusion about the group name. And I just, I felt like putting our name on the same like platform as that, like in terms of album cover or title, you know, it. It just kind of like oh, okay those are the dudes behind the music you know what I'm saying like
0: that makes sense that makes sense and I mean it, it's it's a fitting name right and my question was really in relations to the timing of it right like what what made this timing right to to title it you know Don and Vaughn
2: um, well i'll 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 answer again um and I'll let you chime in too Vaughn because I don't know if this is the same reason for you but for me, it was just like, you know, and and for what this album is, it's just slim. We kind of took away. It's not really a conceptual thing. It's not like, not really like a. It's not really like a um like we usually do like this heavy concept, kind of like have a through line. And this is just meat and potatoes rap. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Beats and rhymes, and I felt like for what it was worth, um. You know the album explains who we are as people as individuals because like you were saying we both we did a, we do a lot of solo work and we do a lot of work in the group and we do a lot of work in other areas and it's just like okay so who is tanya morgan it's don and vaughn well who is don and vaughn you know what i'm saying like as opposed to dressing it up with a bunch of skits this time we just kind
1: of dressed it down and just displayed the the bars
0: got it got it did you want to chime in vaughn
1: yeah pretty much like same thing like he said i was um I was thinking about it earlier and you know when we started out we had a we had a mission we said you know it's um it's been we the last full-length album we put out was 2017 which especially now that's like a you might this might as well be a brand new we might as well be a brand new group at this point <laughs> yeah. so it was like a um a reintroduction and you know we still we ride like i say on the album you know never changing the name we ride with the name tanya morgan but it is like a reintroduction. So it's who is Tanya Morgan is, it's Don and Vaughn. Okay. And like he said, well, who's Don and Vaughn? And that's who we are. And even down to production, we, uh, we, we are back in like the, um, our, I guess our original produ- production team, which is myself and Brick Beats always did like a chunk of the Tanya Morgan albums. We got, um, Aeon Rider with us again. And we also got a uh, Clint Taylor, a man Dane's Zone. But most of all, it's like it's that same core. Like the last album, we did a lot of um, outside production and did the thing where we just record different songs and then pick which ones we like. And this one, we wanted to just get back to how we not not how we used to do it, but how we usually do it. And um, it's like a reintroduction, a reformation Don Vaughn, you know?
0: Makes a lot of sense, man. And, and, and I think uh, when you consider, like you were saying, Don, that you guys have put out a lot of solo releases. You know, I, I imagine that probably some of your fans probably first got wind of you through solo releases, right? Not the, not the, you know, the older heads, but like you guys are probably getting new fans with every release that you put out, you know? Well,
2: I'll, I will say that uh, the solo catalogs, us as solos, we definitely have different fan bases.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, And with that, you know, my fan base, so mo- most of my solo catalog, for better or for worse, it's always totally different. Mm. Like, like I never really, I usually try to do some things that I couldn't do on the Tanya Morgan record or that, or that wouldn't necessarily fit on the Tanya Morgan record. Or like yeah. I try to like... I try to drag Vaughn into a world where it's just like, what is, what's happening? (laughs) uh, Like a a perfect one is uh, the Don Speaks project where, you know, it was, it was a lot more like electronic feeling. Yeah. um, A little bit less. It, it still, it still had the the characteristics, the elements of what you would, what you would find on the Tanya Morgan record or who, like who, everything that you would, you would kind of come to me to expect. But a person that came fresh off of Brooklyn Addy and heard Don Speaks would be like, what happened you know what right. i'm saying like, and not in a bad way but just in a way like oh this is some completely different stuff but mainly because i like to i don't want to i don't want to dilute what people come to tanya morgan for you know what i'm saying I um, dig it's, it. it's just a place for me to experiment and play around with stuff
0: no i could dig it and and Knowing of your solo catalog, although I'm way more familiar with the Tanya Morgan catalog, but the releases you've put out, um, I've definitely checked out. I, I definitely see that you you take it to another plateau, right? You you experiment yeah. a little bit more. So um I wanted to ask, like one of the, the first things that you say on the album, Vaughn, is some of y'all were raised on us, mm-hmm. speaking to the listener. And as I thought about you know your guys' career. It's like y'all been rocking for at least 16 years. Um, Seven,
1: 17, yeah.
0: Right. Least, like, yeah, so... Yeah,
1: yeah. How has...
0: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I'm just going based on what I've... You know, as long as I've known y'all. But, uh, like, how has y'all fan base evolved over the years? And how has have you been able to adapt to the changing audience?
1: You know, the the, the coolest thing is when we started out... Be, in two thousand and five, two thousand, we put out the, the first mixtape. We did a mixtape called Sunlight in, in 04. and then we really started to like, like when you around uh, 05, like you said with um Sunset and like Stay Tuned. That was like our very first single was Stay Tuned, and that was uh, 05. But around that time, because we had a vibe from the nineties at, at that time, like a um you know like Native Tongue vibe, right? our fan base skewed a little older than we were anyway. And in comparison to us, like, if you go back and, you know, if you were a person getting slightly older and you like driving around with your kids, you are not necessarily going to be playing with no disrespect to anybody, but you're not necessarily going to be playing, you know, the ice cream man. I mean, you know, uh, Jeezy or, or whatever at the time you like, you know, Listen to this quote unquote, not saying we the real music, but listen to this real music. So that five year old that was in the car with their, you know, 30 year old mom or dad, that was 15 years ago. They're 20 years old now. They could have a drink and and listen to the new Tanya Morgan album. And when that first started to happen, like I have to say, that might have been about 2012. It started early because wow. we, you know, we'd be at South by Southwest or whatever and run into like an 18 year old that said, Yo, my parents used to play y'all a man in high school. I was listening to y'all. And at first, you know, that's like the, it's like, you know, if you're a lady and somebody call you ma'am for the first time, you're like, whoa, 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 ma'am. You know what I mean? So it's like, now nah, don't, don't call me OG or, you know, you the big homie. Like, no, 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 I'm, especially in hip hop. You want to still be the new, the new Jack. So with this, another thing, with this album is embracing that now being like, yeah, we are, we are to the point of like you know trying to be seen as you know the the ogs the the veterans and acknowledging that yo there are people that grew up on us there's a lot of people that was listening listening to us in high school and if you look in like my um what i've been doing on my instagram uh at von p i was doing the 13 days of tanya thing and i was going through our whole catalog and there were people like man this was my joint in high school uh, I remember my my dad used to play this, and that's crazy. They grew up on us, so now it's time to embrace that and show them that like we still on it. You know, it's not we not like we not giving y'all a. This is what we used to do. Let you know. Let's let's remake our old song. This is like no. We're still trying to make the best album we've made to this day. We're still going for that. You know, and Just and just embracing them. Like not not even so much the new people, but the people that were super young this album is kind of for them but it's also for their uncle or aunt or whoever introduced them to us and it's like let's let's all be here whether you're 25 or 50 this, this is for all of y'all you know what i mean
0: indeed you know the thought of that amazes me because like following you all since 2005 when i first got wind of y'all It feels like it's a blink of an eye. It does. Absolutely. Yeah, and I wonder, like, was it like that for y'all? Like, with all of these projects that y'all put out, like, it must have been, like, really amazing to hear somebody say that. Like, I listened to you when I was younger. Like, I feel like I'm around the same age of y'all, and it's making me feel old, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) But, um, (laughs) like... It makes me think, because I've been doing Out the Box since 2009. I mean, you guys got more years in, you know, but yeah, I mean, that's yeah. that's 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 amazing to um, to be able to get to that place. Do you think? Yeah. Go ahead, Don. I was going to say, so like, you know, like for
2: for us, it do, it, it always feels new. Because I mean, like you, you're, every time you drop a project feels like your first time out, so to speak, you know what I'm saying? Because in that moment, it's... first time you're back on the you're getting back on the horse the means of distribution might change which in turn changes how you can find your fans which in turn makes some of sometimes you you lose people along along the way but you gain new people and then people come back when they when the visibility or awareness changes you know what i'm saying like I, i i absolutely know there are people who didn't know about you get what you pay for and are just like oh these dudes are back after six seven years what and like now they're going back and checking the projects. But, you know, for us on the inside working like the same as you know, man, like, you just recording an episode, you just hollering at the homies, uh, come on through the show. And then like, you think about it, like, man, five, 10 years have passed, but it's almost just the same as just any other social interaction where you might bump into like a good friend of yours from high school or college and be like, man, we should get a drink. Y'all get up and have a drink and just suddenly realize like, oh man you've been married for six years and I've been in my job for eight years. And it just, it don't feel like we missed a beat because we were so tapped into what we were doing. You know what I'm saying? And and nobody's down bad. It's not like (laughs) somebody has like this traumatic life experience. So you don't have to to grapple with that. You're only grappling with the beauty of it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Indeed. Indeed. And you know, I was going to ask, like, do you think the internet age that we're living in had a, had a part to play in kind of speeding up that process? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, I would say in a, in a, in a funny way, it speeds it up, but it's easier to keep tabs on people because I, I would challenge to ask, um, I would ask somebody like, like if, if we came out in 94, if we came out in 94, for example, my bad, I was hearing noise in the other one pardon me, so if we came out in 94, for example, and we were like, I don't know, just I don't want to name it. I don't want to name a group out of just you know, not to disrespect anybody. Yeah. But if we were like, you know, you had your your tribes and your daylies and your outcasts and your the roots and uh, goodie mobs. And, you, you know, you had these people and then you had the artists that were like a little underneath them. As far as we know, a lot of those artists got one album and maybe they came back out on like an indie label in like 2000, 2001, 2002. But a lot of those artists back then is like, we have to get in a studio that a label pays for. We have to get a video. The video has to be on Rap City or MTV. And it's like, there's a lot of classics we never heard because those artists needed that studio time. They needed that label. And you know, they needed X, Y, and Z. And you know, they and all of that happening before the internet was before they were able to do it themselves they might have felt falling out of love with it whereas with us there's so many of us that are still around still rocking and we just have to keep the passion on our own even if we don't have like let's say you know you was you was popping on the blogs 10 years ago or or you caught the last wave of videos being on mtvu or mtv jams or whatever you still have the platform, whether whatever social media you use, as long as you're still paying for your website, as long as you still got a mic in your house, as long as you still got, you know, Fruity Loops machine, whatever you use, you can still sit down and make a joint mm-hmm. and you can put it out, whatever, the, uh, you know, wh- whether it's the blogs or it's your, your Instagram or if you, you loop your joint up on TikTok, whatever you do, there's still a way for those same people to keep up with you. And that's what we have. Like I said, years ago, we may not have been able to keep up with everybody like we can. So while it does speed it up, it makes it easier to just keep a tail on people. Even if you followed us because of you and what army and we just never popped up on your Facebook or whatever again until this year. Right. And now it's like, wait, I remember them. Let me go listen to it. Yeah. They still dope, you know, so it speeds it up but it's a little easier. It's harder to keep up, but it's also a little easier because you can just follow everybody That's right. and just, and just tune in like, yo, what is, what is Tanya Morgan doing right now? What is, you know, whoever, what are they doing? And you can just check yeah. it like that.
2: There, there are so many times where I'll just have a random, like a random inquiry, like what is so-and-so doing? I forget what the last person I thought about that was, but like, I'll just type in Google and nine times out of 10, they have an Instagram page and they're doing something. You You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, it's literally about, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, it's it's literally literally about just, like your curiosity can take you wherever you wanted to go in terms of finding the people and the artists you you once uh, rock with or you rock with. But it's just that the thing is, uh, again, like it's just so much other noise because everything's competing for everything. Whereas the music space used to be music space, and like all the all the different media's were kind of like segregated. And now, it's content. You know what I'm saying? Like a tweet. You you can you can record a 20 second jingle that'll change your life harder than a 20 second album. You know what I'm saying? Or you could you could write a series of tweets and end up with a movie. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's just like it's just all one thing now, and I think that. I think that the strength that that we've had, and other artists like us that have just kind of persisted and kept going, you know. And I don't what Vaughn was saying. Like, I don't have to fight for studio time. I'm 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 talking to you in my studio right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you can cut the mic on and go, or you can do X, Y, Z and go, you still have that curiosity and that urge to pursue and put stuff out. And it might just be it might just be a thing on your Instagram page because you don't have a lot of luck with Spotify. You don't really you don't really want to. You know what I'm saying? Like. Try to deal with pressing up vinyl. So you might just feed Spot up, feed your Instagram page, but you just go wherever you found your audience at and just you can penetrate somewhere. You can, like, you can, you'll be sure you'll be okay as long as you go where the love is, you know?
0: Indeed. Yeah, man. I've seen people say things like, I think it was like last week Lupe was saying, Yo, I'm about to record an album in 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Even though it didn't happen. Um, it's like just that ability to be able to do that and actually make it happen. Like I've seen, I, I'm pretty sure people have done it before that, you know, being, having things so accessible allows that. Yep. Yeah. So um, I want to talk about this album. Let's let's start with the cover art, um, mm-hmm. Don and Vaughn. There's like a kind of like a space imagery happening. It, it looks like you guys are seated, seated on the moon. And you're looking down at the world, the globe. Can you uh, uh, just talk about the significance of the cover art?
2: Well, Well, you know, you got it. Okay. Well, you know, like, I mean, it's for me, it's open to interpretation for one. But you know, like my interpretation of the cover is that, um. A lot of noise happening in the corner of my apartment. That was weird. But my interpretation of the cover art is that, you know, like, we're just sitting back and admiring all of our hard work. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're looking at the worlds we've built, and we've just, like, for once, we've kind of – because, again, like, if, if you if you tapped in for our albums up until now, up until you get what you pay for, there were always skits. There were always these devices that propel you through the album, and we, we you know, like, we put a lot of hard work and everything to that, and it was just, like – this album we just kind of dropped i won't say we dropped the facade but you know what i'm saying we just we just decided to go bare bones beats and rhymes and like you know there there is a through line there's definitely a through line to the album but it's not as like overt where it's just like a telethon or you know a record shop it's just that so with that and you know like the, the the through line is a larger thing like if you look at abandoned theme park you know that was that was in relation to kind of like a similar thing, where it's just like, you know, we, we built a city and then like, we, in, in our minds, it was like, so what, what's the continuation of Brooklyn Act? Do we abandon the city? Well, let's, let's open a theme park up one more time, and get on the rides. You know what I'm saying? And then like, when you look at um, Don and Vaughn, it's just, we're admiring the work that we've done as opposed to thinking that, you know, as opposed to thinking that we need to like, keep frenetically building things like, no, let's let's take a minute to savor
1: what we built, you know? And it, it goes back to the whole idea of embracing, becoming the elder statesman. It's like embracing what you've done, acknowledging what you've done. It's not, this is not a, um. what do you call it? When like a player, like a basketball player, like he's on his last run, like the victory lap or whatever. I forget what they call it, but this this is not like a victory lap or like a, you know, hey, we're back to like reminisce so hard. It's like, we're here, but we're also acknowledging everything we've done. We're not chasing anybody or anything else. Like we've, we've, we've created something for ourselves, and we're gonna like, we're gonna hold it up to you, but show you that we're keeping it going too. Like it's not a, you know, it's not like I said, it's not a, we're not reminiscing on an album necessarily. It's like, we're keeping it moving, but acknowledging what we've built, you know? Right, and
2: it's also like, in, uh, also it's that thing where, you know, like we've, for so long we've kind of like, set ourselves apart. You know what I'm saying? Like, like through namesake or through like keeping tradition of albums alive and all that shit. Like, so for this one, it's just kind of like, it's the beginning of a new chapter, if you will. You know what I'm saying? We we <laughs> we were we were toying around with the idea of like, if Tanya Morgan was like a Marvel in the Marvel Comics universe, or like like what were, what are the phases of Tanya Morgan? Like, and this is the beginning of something different.
0: You know. nice nice you know hearing you guys explain the cover art in that way makes me have more appreciation for that last track and i think it's called after school special like uh-huh, yeah a yes. lot of what you are saying on that song is um in line with your explanation of the cover you know so um it, it, it makes me have greater appreciation for that track and, and, and a lot of the other songs on the album as well. Um, I feel like Brick Beats, which is a producer that has worked with you guys for, you know, throughout a lot of these years, like, over the years, uh, his sound has contributed significantly to the Tanya Morgan sound, right? His beats. Um, with the samples, the loops, the soul... He delivers extremely well again with the track No Tricks, uh, which Absolutely. is one of my favorite joints on the album. Like, what makes the chemistry between you all and Brick Beats work?
1: Don, you you can handle that one. Man, <laughs> uh,
2: like, to be completely honest, I don't know. Like I've I've known Brick since I was like six years old, since I was a kid. Like, I don't remember meeting Brick. We were like childhood friends, and like um, you know my mom told me to, to check him out cause he made music. It was like, <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> it was one of the things where it was just like your, your friend, my so-and-so son David makes music. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah. And he came over and gave me a beat tape and it has been on ever since. But I, if I had to figure out like actually what it was, I think, I think it's that for me anyway, he captures the spirit of like what I like, what I grew up on, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's almost like everything I've loved about gangstar, uh, uh, DJ premier, uh, uh, dog pound, alcoholics, uh, Black moon, you know what I'm saying like he's like like Cincinnati's a melting pot in general and his sound is a melting pot of like all the all the um different subgenres of hip hop in one. So you know what I'm saying for me anyway,
1: Like I, I just can hear all of that when I listen to this stuff.
0: Dope. Dope.
1: Yeah. I just want to add that Brick is really just, he's just a brilliant dude. Honestly. Like he, like he, he had an iPhone before iPhones. He damn near built an iPhone. Like you remember that Don, like he just, he pulled out like a, like a Blackberry that like he was watching TV on it before that existed. It's like, he's just like a mad scientist, man. And, um, he'll just he'll just he'll just send you tracks and the song will almost write itself like i remember we uh on the, the last full length album we we got the track that became louder and i just was like i hit Don like yo and he's like yo did you hear that beat and i was like yes we need like we knew what beat we were talking about it's like yo that's the one and that song kind of just wrote itself and the same thing happens with I mean no tricks set this whole album off and like yeah. wow practice and like just so good man he just he just hit the nail on the head just every time
2: yeah no tricks no tricks actually happened i was um i think i was i don't remember when it was but i know i was at home visiting cincinnati and i stopped by bricks house to hang out and he was playing me beats and he i was like let's just do something now and just on the spot kind of like wrote the rhyme in like a couple minutes and then he made the beat and I just spit and I sent it to Vaughn and Vaughn bon was like album
0: mode. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really like the um the flavor to that track. Like it, it, You guys have a lot of like really fun, just chill out tracks. Then you guys have some meaningful tracks that go a little bit deeper. I just like the rounded feel of this album. I think it really speaks to kinda of you guys looking back at your catalog because I feel like it's an encompassing of a lot of what we've gotten over the years from Tanya Morgan. But the the vibe just feels very free and relaxed. You know what I mean? Thank you.
2: You know the Indeed. the other the other aspect that I want to stress too is that we 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 go to great lengths to make sure we sound updated and fresh. Mm-hmm. And we aren't necessarily leaning on what it is people know us for. I mean like sure you know what i'm saying we 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 want to have that feel of like the last project or the project before or whatever but we also want to slowly nudge the listener towards you know like new sonic palace like uh 18 or a joint like that is, is one where you you wouldn't have necessarily heard an 18 three or four years
1: ago from us
0: right right
1: wow yeah yeah it's like it's like always you know i, I look at i look at you know an artists that have been around for a while and they get to that point where they can take all of their albums and mush it together, but make something new out of it. And um, a big inspiration for me, funny enough, cause they've been an inspiration my whole life is the last um, Tropical Quest album. Cause it was like, yo, this is not, this is not, Hey, remember this? Remember that? Remember it, it, there were referential things. Like there's like, you know, the little sitar from Benita Applebaum, like little things like that but ultimately this sounded like some cats that love making music that have mastered what they do. And this is the, this is the tribe, you know, but this is not a bunch of part tools. You know what I mean? And that's something that inspired me where it's like, I want to give, I want to be as far as my production goes, I want to be the the dude that you know and have messed with all this time, but I don't want to sound like I'm trying to make, so damn down again, you know what I mean, or something like that. Because um, when I made so damn down, I wasn't trying to make we be again or stay tuned again. And we just want to keep going, like, okay, that same energy that made me make whatever people liked before, let me bring that same energy and not that same exact point of reference. And um, I feel like that's what keeps you going, man. You gotta you have to keep you gotta have a passion for it, really. Like if if you if you're doing it just like some homework like hey man let me put this out because i want to you know i'm I'm gonna get some money from the label if i finish this album then it's gonna kind of sound like that but if you like yo i want to do this new song i want to do this new record let's knock this out let's you know let's do this then it'll sound like it you know it'll it's gonna sound like it that's something that you can't you can't fake that
0: you know um as you are as you 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 were talking about like your previous work and like just selecting certain songs. One one of one of my favorite songs from you guys' catalog is Plan B, and I, I had liked that record because um, it just it just was such a how you say um, what's the word I'm looking for um, and that was brick too <laughs> was, yeah, oh word it was an ambitious record. That's the word I want to say. It was ambitious okay. because um. A lot of us grow up, even though we want to pursue dreams, we're always taught taught to have a plan B. And in hindsight, I just want to ask y'all, like, how has that worked for y'all? Like, um, like just the, the, the ability to stick to just your plan A and not rocking with the plan B. Like, how did that manifest, at, you know, just looking back in hindsight of your career, like, how did it eventually work out?
1: Don, <laughs> I could, um, I could just add something on real quick. It's, it's really easy, man. I, I, I did go through a time period where I was trying to push music to the back, but it's just, it's a part of who you are. If, if you look at it, like I'm trying not to sound like, you know, artsy fartsy or whatever, but it, it really is just a part of who you are. It's like, if you like, if you like playing pool you're gonna find time to play pool. You know, like if you, if you love sports, you're gonna find time to watch that game. And with us, we just love making music and we're lucky that we picked up a crowd that wants to hear that music we make. That's really that's really all it comes down to. Cause I, you know, I think back on the time when I was trying to act like I wasn't an artist and I was miserable, but, mm. but you know, when it's like, yo, I don't care if I'm at a, my nine to five or whatever, when I get home, I need to go work on that beat, uh, on my lunch break, or uh, whatever I'm doing. I, I want to be coming up with that rhyme or that next idea. Then I'm gonna text on, "Yo, I got a crazy idea," or you know, vice versa. And that that's just a part of you. So they can't really be a plan B when it's a part of you, honestly.
2: Yeah, like there's a um, there's a level of like you you can't necessarily repress your identity to the point where um like it, it it just it can't happen like it'll it'll surface in other ways you know what i'm saying either either you honor either you honor what your passion is and what your job is or it'll it'll find a way to like be like be honored you know what i mean um so but like in terms of like plan a like you know and not having a plan b i think that sometimes when you get so far into plan a when you get so far into plan a like the plan B's start to start to like form around whatever your plan A is. So you know what I'm saying like if I want to say if but like for me, you know, I went I'm a DJ a lot and DJing came from plan A. It literally just came from like I want to keep playing music as much I wanted to be around music as much as possible. What else can I do? I can DJ. I can I can like surround myself in music to the point where I don't have a life. <laughs> but but I just you know like my life is just whatever it is um but yeah like I think that overall you know even if you have a even if you have a job like a, a day job a nine to five or like there's something that takes the bulk of your time that don't mean it's a plan a it just means that it's a you, human survival is real you right. got to pay bills you got to do XYz you can't you can't not take care of yourself you can't sacrifice to the point where you're not taking care of yourself but you know if the plan is to if the plan is to always work on this other thing it doesn't matter what it don't matter how you come around to it it matters that you do it you know what i'm saying
0: well said bro. well said so i want to go back to track number three uh no tricks like what inspired this song title what is it what ultimately is it about
1: i got it i i you can you can go ahead you can. I got it um well you know it, it's one of those it's it's really like the thing that the rapper does you hit a sample and a sample says something and you follow the sample <laughs> but you know we could have we could have we could have just wrapped around it but made it no tricks is really is like when I when i think about no tricks it's like no no gimmicks and I know the name I know the name is Tanya Morgan and you know a lot has been said about that but the name has been Tanya Morgan for 17 years now like it's it's not we not Gallagher smashing watermelons and like you know it's like <laughs> you don't come to see us because hey they got a funny name you come to see us because the show is dope they can rap the music is dope it's we're not like a gimmick so it's like it's no tricks it's just another way for me, it's like another way of saying it's no gimmicks, this is what we do. It's like for lack of a better term, it's raw, <laughs> you know what I mean
0: got it, got it no nah, that 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 makes sense man i you know, I always like to find out you know the meanings to certain songs, especially when I don't know what what it is, but sometimes it's just loose like that, so mm-hmm. I could dig it um, so also in this song, no tricks. Don, you say you're the anti-social socialite. And Vaughn, you say you're the anti-social loner guy. <laughs> now, I understand how that works for you, Vaughn. But how does the anti-social socialite work, Don?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's be- it's because people don't necessarily know how I guess introverted I am. Like I don't really I don't really go places, man. Like and, and like I go places like I go places for gigs or I go places to go to people like shows that I'm working at. But for the most part, I'll be at home. Like I don't be at the bar hanging out. I don't be like just posted somewhere. I'll be at home. Like I pay a lot of rent. I like my couch. It's nice. You know what I'm saying? And even with that, like there's a level of just, um, there's a level of like awkwardness that I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I definitely know how to like carry a conversation and how to like, be a person, and, and when you meet me in, in the streets and shit, but there's there's this level of just like you know you catch a person, you know how you can catch a person on like an off day. I have a lot of off days where I just kind of be in my head about stuff, and <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of especially especially after post quarantine, I'm kind of bad at small talk. Mm. Like I like I like to get right to the deep. I'm not I'm not really trying to talk about how you what's up, what what you. Like I just want to know. I want to go to the deep part of the pool. If I can't go there, I don't. There's nothing to really talk about. Um, and you know, like I think that, I think that, that in a sense can cause some awkwardness because people don't really aren't really comfortable in that mm-hmm. with that level of just kind of like dialogue where like you immediately just want to know the the realness of the moment. You know what I'm saying? Got it. Got it. So yeah, I'll be at home. That's. <laughs>
1: I add on to that. Yeah, he like he said he he did his part first, and us like at this point we we are like legit family. You know what I mean. So I was like, I know exactly what he meant when he said that, and I'm on the flip side. It's like you know I've met people through the years. I might have thought I was rude or whatever, but um, I'm just I'm a I'm a loner by nature. You know, like uh, like I said, I'm I'm here. I came back to Brooklyn for a minute with my family, but I straight up. I was like i i left everybody and just went and sat on the bench and had a ball i had a blast like how do you have so much fun sitting on the bench by yourself when you if you're alone or you know how exactly so so i was like i know exactly who he is because when we used to go out and be you know industry events or whatever like you know like trying to uh you know link link and build as people like to say when we used to you know do that a lot more early days don is the more outgoing one right and i honestly like just like if he's there then i can just have him there too i can like i can be right behind him like yeah yeah what's up nice to meet you too not because i'm rude but just because i'm super like where? long you know loner mode and um so i was i went i went with what i said just to juxtapose what he was saying because like that's exactly who he is and that's exactly who I am. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this song describes us to a T in a weird way. <laughs> because again, Bond is the type of, Bond is the type of person that like, he'll just leave. Like if, we, if we're if we somewhere together and I don't see him for 30 minutes, he's
1: gone. I'm, it's not even like a, what happened? It's just like, oh, he left. Like people are like, yo, what happened to Bond? He left. And I, have, so- I got a reputation for that. That's my reputation. <laughs> they call it the the Irish goodbye or something like shout out to fresh jelly he'll be like oh you you pulled devon p
0: yeah
2: you know what i'm saying and like but like so and i'm the type of person that like i don't know how to leave but i absolutely want to leave
0: yeah yeah
2: yeah like i'm the type i got i got to make i got to make a full lap around and say goodbye to everybody and right, that right. whole thing and then like i'm stuck in the room still as opposed to just walking out i'm always like ah
0: yeah, I think it's good when you can find a balance like you guys can take from each other. Like maybe you could cut, you know, Don Will, you cut down on, you know, doing the whole, you know, going around the room before you leave. And and Vaughn, you, you know, maybe open up a little bit. But either way, it works. You know what I mean? Because I, I totally get where you are coming from, Vaughn. Like sometimes just creeping out the back door, just, you know you know walking out it 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 saves you from so much stuff you know how much can happen in like you know leaving and say you got to go dap it up to 10 people a lot could happen in that time frame that you weren't expecting or you didn't want
1: (laughs) yo you 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 could sign up for something you ain't really want to do all of a sudden you want to you want five more songs that you you just signed up to be on five new songs and you like you bumped somebody's drink and knocked it over by mistake. Now you right. got to go help them get a new drink. And, you know, it's yeah. too much, man. It's like, it's like, it's like curb your enthusiasm, man. Yeah. I'm just leaving.
0: So maybe now, <laughs> you, you just cut it down to like five as opposed to 10. You know what I mean? And you just yeah. find your way out. Yeah. And I
2: will say the few times I have done the Von P. It's okay. felt fantastic. <laughs> like it's it's been like a, you get outside and you're like, oh man, I didn't have to say, but I, I'm outside now. Right,
0: right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. I know like a thing people say is like, um, when you miss me, I'm gone. You know what I mean? Like, so that's kind of like your formal, your (laughs) informal way of saying I'm out, but you weren't rude. You know what I mean? At least you gave a heads up ahead ahead of time. So um, I'm glad that y'all broke that down because that line really stands out because um, you guys both start your verses with the whole antisocial line. And then, you know, um, it it, it just kind of stands out from that point. You know, uh, but it made me chuckle a little bit when I heard it. So in the hook to the song, We Go High, Vaughn, we hear you sing the words, we go high and stay up there. And you also say, I can't see that low. But you mention a variety of artists singing as well. They can't see that low, right? Mm-hmm. What inspired you to reference these artists for this concept?
1: Oh uh, yeah, that that one. Um, I was trying to name a bunch of artists that we've toured with, that we've done slightly more, not not obscure features, but like people that we don't work with as much. People that we may have worked with one time, because we have, like, if you look at the track list, there's people that we've worked with a bunch of times. We always work with Spec Boogie, aka Rob Cave. That's Less and Every Fam. Shay grand, you know, Jack Davey. We, we used to be signed with, uh, on the same label as Jay Davey. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that we cross paths with all the time and we, we built up a rapport and we always work with them. And then there's also people that you may have never heard us on a song with or heard us on one song with, or you don't even know that's our people, but it's always love when we see each other, even if we've never stepped in a studio. So, Everybody I name is somebody that either we got one song with or we've been on tour with or it's like the homie when we run across each other on tour. Like, you know, I see you at South by Southwest somewhere and we kick it and I see you in London somewhere and we chop it up. But you've never heard us on the song necessarily. So
0: mm. no, cats like sense.
1: that. And also people that I don't always remember to shout out, to be honest. Like I have a lot of stuff with the other guys. So, but i shouted them out we got like one or two songs with nitty scott shouted her out we um pigeon john we've toured with pigeon john once or twice shouted him out and just you know like just trying to people that i don't i didn't want to be like yo chagrin Ilias, like this the people that i shout out all the time like lessendary i was like, let me reach out and show love to like these people that may not Think, like mega ran hit me up actually like yo i heard that you know thanks for the shout people that may not expect to hear their name on a record but they know that we're peoples but it's like yo that was kind of random i wasn't expecting that so just a nod like you know we we still see you we rock with you you know i may not have may not have spoken to you since 2014 or something but you know how it go but yo salute to you whoever is on a you know in the hook wow. it's just like a a love thing, showing love.
0: That's dope, man. Maybe y'all do a a record where y'all highlighting like interviewers over time. I get, <laughs> I get my shout out, You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, nah, I'm just messing with y'all. But um, like, I, tell me why you also say I can't see that low and they can't see that low.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, with with Marus verse, he he started his with kind of like a reference to the uh, Michelle Obama quote. When they go low, we go high. But my my thing wasn't that. My thing was just like, it's like just another way to say, like, we up. Like we, we not, we not, we not worried about another trying to another creative way to say we I'm doing my thing, I'm not worried about a hater. Pretty much. Like just finding another way to say that. Cause you've heard that in a million rap songs. Yo, I'm doing me, not worried about the haters. But if I say we go high, we going this way. And I can't see that low. Like whatever the the peanut gallery, whatever they talking about, whatever they, you know, texting their friends on the side or DMing people like, oh you see this new album, them dudes is whack. Well, you know, whatever. It's it's, you gotta have some haters. Like (laughs) like they like they say, you gotta have some haters. But you know what? We can't see that low. And the people we rock with, you keep yourself around, keep yourself around the right people, you know, like you vibe with the right people. So like, yo, I can't see that low. You know, whoever can't someone, she can't see that low, blah, blah, blah. They can't see that low out of sight. Can't see that low Nicolet. He can't see that low. Cause we all, you know, we, we focus, we not, we not worried about, but the peanut gallery talking about, we going high, you know what I mean? And it's not like, it's not a, we're better than you. It's like, we focus, you worried about me. We focus, can't see that low.
0: Nah, that, that makes that makes a lot of sense, man. I, I really appreciate that explanation. Uh, Don, you, you say on that song as well, you're making what you want, when you want to, how you want to. How does that freedom benefit you overall as a creative?
2: Well, you know, like I was saying earlier, my solo stuff is always a little bit divergent. So for me... It just feels good to not be beholden to someone telling me that I can't do a thing. And not not like on some like, you can't do this, for me wrong. Like you contractually or physically cannot do this because if you do, we'll have lawyers or blah, blah, blah. Like like th- that's what the creativity is in it for me. Like I, if I can't go I can't go off to the side and like write my little sketchbook and do like my little weird drawings and then come back to with a, a, a cool like, yo, Vaughn, look at this thing. This would be dope. It might have took me 10 sketches to get to this but look at this this is fucking fire and I was like yeah let's try this you know it's there's there's just a lot of freedom in it you know what I'm saying like like you said it best man it, it's it 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 feels good to be able to try things without feeling like you can fail you know what I'm saying or or feeling like failure is just part of the process because again like I believe in failure you know what I'm saying half of the half of the reason why I'm sitting here talking to you today is because I've, we, we failed enough until somebody was like, oh, okay, that's right. <laughs> you fail enough until you get it right. You know what I'm saying?
0: Indeed, indeed. Now, my favorite track on the album is Fresh Lemonade, produced by Clint Taylor. The shout verse... Yeah, no doubt. Shout out to Clint. The, the first verse spoken by you, Vaughn, is a story about a 10-year-old boy who's out selling candy gets an unfortunate response when he approaches a neighboring woman's home. This woman woman happens to be a Karen. But the interesting part is that when this woman calls the cops on the boy, the cop comes to the defense of the child in a very heroic way. And Karen doesn't get her way as she usually does in this society. What made you switch it up and present The police officer in this positive light. You're muted.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, we okay, to be full full disclosure, we finished this album um late 2019. It was supposed it was set to be out a year ago, 2020, but you know what happened in 2020. So it got pushed back. But another thing that happened in 2020, this was before the whole defund the police uh discussion and like that whole idea really really took off and um the the solution i had at the time was you know y'all keep talking about these cops of the neighborhood that know the neighborhood that be in the neighborhood well what does that look like what does that sound like and so it was like yo okay well let's say this cop is of the neighborhood you know this little kid you know he goes around selling candy blah, blah, blah. You know, the people that live around here. So let's see if this actually works. You know what I'm saying? This whole officer of the neighborhood, what, what, what does that look like? So, and then I think about like people that I'm from Bed-Stuy and you, you've heard, you've heard Skyzoo's new album. You've heard so like so many people from so many places talk about when they, when they spot gets gentrified and people start calling the cops on the culture, like literally calling the cops on the culture. So part of it, part of growing up, you get on the train, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, I'm selling candy for a basketball team, blah, blah. Like, you know, that's a part of what we do. This kid is knocking on doors. And if you, if you listen to my verse and take it in, it's a lot of like, she says, yo, there's a teen at my door. And it's the whole speaking to like, they see black boys as are oh, you a grown man you're not you're not the little innocent child versus somebody else could be twenty five and shoot twenty people uh he's a kid that lost his way, but uh, you know if i'm I'm one of us at ten years old, we might as well be the brother standing here with the the facial hair, you know what I mean so not seeing us as kids, not seeing us as innocent, not seeing us as entrepreneur he's a little kid is a businessman he's trying to it don't matter what he's selling the candy for he's trying to make some honest money he's not he's not doing what you think he's doing through your eyes he's not trying to break in your house she physically assaults him she touches like just think about your mom somebody got they hand on you get your hand off my baby you know what I mean this woman grabs the kid holds him he's the one that's scared and she's making him a villain she's the villain The cop comes, the cop sees what's happening because the cop knows this kid. And he's like, yo, that's so-and-so. He lives up the street. What's going on here? You know, like, leave him alone. And then he looks to the kid and he's like, do you want to press charges? You're a person. You can press charges too. I also work for you. All right. So, all right, well, let's look into this, unfortunately, this utopian world where (laughs) the right thing happens. And what does that look like? And um, you know, things just continue in the same direction. And like, I was worried about that song coming out, and it sounding like I was like trying to apologize for the police or whatever. But but I'm happy that people hear it and realize that that's not what I'm doing. And especially with with where, where Don went with it, Don just he zooms out on on my verse. You know what I mean? Like he 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 kind of tells the the further story. He like I start with this, this Karen and her neighbor trying to sell her candy. Should be this cute little innocent kid. And you turn him into monster Cody. And Don is like, you moved here. You, you, you playing DMX. You like, you know, you, you, you want, you want to be in cool hip New York until cool hip New York disturbs you at nine 30. And you're trying to watch friends or whatever. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, that, that, that,
0: that's the story. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I think you really nailed it with this one. And you too as well, Don. Like, even though your verse is not as much as in story format at, you know, like Vaughn's verse, like the elements that you add to it really completes it. Like, it, it, mm-hmm. it, it makes it whole. Like, you give context to, you know, some of the real tragedies that has have happened. You know, um, when you talk about, you know, individuals that didn't make it. You know what I mean? Yeah. In in, in real life. So, um, yeah, it's such a powerful record, man. Like, uh, I love the beat. um, And the fact that you guys were able to write to it so well and um, paint a picture that can resonate with reality so well, I think um, is a great... um, well, we you
2: know, go like ahead. I, my bad, yeah, go ahead. I, like I, you know, like there's, a, there's this quote about, you know, how, uh, you know, sometimes in some respects we know white people better than white people know themselves. You know what I'm saying? And like, we, like, because we deal with they shit, we deal with the shit that they probably haven't even dealt with about themselves. You know what I'm saying? So when you think about, when you just think about like the person that She don't like like whoever it is, she just thinks that I'll call the police because there's a noise disturbance. She's not thinking about the fact that that can be disruptive in a million and one different ways. Mm -hmm. It's not as simple as you being inconvenienced and just wanting the volume
1: outside being down. It's more so Let me just add this. Like my wife says, and of course, we you know generalizing overall. She's like white people use the police like a concierge like hey I have a minor inconvenience come deal with it now for us what we've seen what we've seen in HD on our screens for forever is that becomes dangerous for us but you use them like a damn concierge like hey I have a minor inconvenience come deal with it and then somebody can end up dead or super disrespected at the very least so, you know, yeah, it's just that thing where it's just like
2: my verse was more or less just like, I see you and I know exactly what you're doing, and you might not even know what you're doing, but like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just trying to call you out on it because it's it's not it's not really it's not cute. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas is out here dying, dying and getting like life in prison and doing all kinds of crazy shit because you just wanted your your neighborhood to be quieter, which you moved to a loud neighborhood. Like you know what I'm saying, like like it, it just don't really compute, but it's, it's just a symptom of gentrification. Like Vaughn was saying earlier, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, like everybody addresses it. Every artist who's who's from and of, like, the city has addressed it because it's not a thing that's going to stop happening until developers stop being greedy, which, again, it's not a thing that's going to stop happening.
1: You call the cops on the culture, man. Everything that makes New York what it is, is why you want to be here. And then you start chipping away at it you know yeah. what i mean
0: i i was um i had to just take a look just to remember the project I, your your album city for sale vaughn really taps into the gentrification particularly in brooklyn mm-hmm. um and uh, as you said sky zoo's sky sky zoo's recent album has tapped into it you know yeah we we spoke
1: um I said this, I said this in the previous interview, but yeah, me and me and Scott had spoke because he's like, he hit me. He's like, yo, I'm literally working on that too. <laughs> <laughs> I and mean, he's like, yo, I'm taking it there. And he's like, yo, wait till you hear what I got to say. You know what I mean? And I was like, I'm setting my clock. Let's go. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. it's like he I I have my way and he has his like crazy poetic way. And then, you know, somebody going through it in Oakland, they have their way, and Chicago has their way. And, like, I want to hear from everybody, because right. let's not ignore it, you know what I mean? You, yeah.
0: you know what's just so interesting, too? Like, around the time that you put out City for Sale, he had put out Retropolitan with Pete Rock. We were,
1: we, we were um, interviewing at the same time. We did an interview together, wow. and that's how we had the conversation. Because he was like, yo, like, we were talking about our two albums and like in, and like, a little roundtable kind of thing. Yeah yeah. And he was like, "Yo, I'm working on this new album. Right. That's like it's, it's it's you can damn near make it a companion piece to yeah. yours, you know what I mean?"
0: Wow. But what's interesting is that you guys you guys always reference the sty. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I'm I grew up near the sty. So like a lot of the things y'all reference down you know to the mean?
1: coordinates, man. Yeah, the the, the, the
0: <laughs> You know the streets even the album cover, you got the the, the theater, the slave theater that's no you know, longer um, on Fulton Street. Like, you, you know, I think I made a post years back and I was like, yo, Vaughn and Sky Zoo are making like music about Brooklyn in a way that only if you're from Brooklyn, like from that era to like the era that I, I grew up in, you're talking about 90s, that's my whole growing up. You know what i mean mm-hmm. you know restoration plaza like that's growing up you know yeah and and you guys are referencing these areas and i'm like i i can connect with it you know what i mean because mm-hmm. i grew up in that environment was i was, having, like, I was yeah. having a
2: conversation the other day about like just in general and it's it's coded language like when you look at the cover art of Vaughn's Joint or like sky Zoo's joint like that cover art might just look cool to somebody but like for, the, for like you are the right person that cover art means a million, it says a million different things. You know what I'm saying? Or it says one specific thing where it's just like, oh, that is the building that they built right there and it didn't need to be there. Or it's like, man, the slave theater is gone. You know what I'm saying? Like there's right. some people that don't know what the slave theater is before a person that does, that cover art
1: almost deserves to be in a frame on a wall. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right, right. Yeah, right, yeah, when, when, yeah.
1: When I when point. I saw his When I saw his cover, like if you were to go to his Instagram and look at like when he first put that cover out, I would apply like, yo, this says so much and I, I can hear everything it's saying to me right now. <laughs> like his cover, like I can hear every, I can hear what, what what you're saying to the kid. I can hear what the people walking by are saying. Like this is saying so much and I know what, you, what used to go on on that corner. Where, where his cover where his cover is based on yeah and i'm just like i know what you're telling the kid and i also know what you can't tell the kid yet that used to happen around there and like i can see my life just through that one picture on his cover you know what i mean it's like like you said it's cold and this it's a lot of um it's a lot of mutual respect you know between myself and Scott because because of that you know that coded language and having a lot Kind of growing up the same way, you know.
0: Yeah, wow, man. As I'm thinking about it, I'm like, man, if y'all two do a project together, that might be interesting to see. You know what I mean? Just the the dynamics of Brooklyn and the style that that you guys keep so authentically in your music. So, um, the the song's so good, which is, I believe, it's one of the singles. Uh, mm-hmm. Don, you have a line where you say. Work with faves and stayed away from idols till my working wage was not till my working wage was matching the job titles. Can you explain you know what you meant by that line?
2: Um, you know, they say never meet your idols. you know what I'm saying like it's just like a it's a, it's a saying and I can I, the few times that I have met idols, I have not been disappointed, but I think it's because I understand also how to just. Keep it moving. I'm not. I'm not asking for. Hand, I'm not asking for a favor. I'm not doing anything other than like showering you with respect and at, like adulation and being on my way. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely not overstaying my welcome because, again, like nobody like when you when you built a person up to a certain level in your mind, there's no way they can live up to that. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to actually making music, that's 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 what the quote was about. When it comes to making music and like trying to do stuff with people you know, it's it's better when you pull, when you pull laterally or, you know what I'm saying? Pull people that's on your level. Cause then y'all elevate together versus trying to hang on to somebody. And like, you might not, you might, they can't pull you up. You know what I'm saying? You might not be able to, to what they got up there might not be for you down here versus if you just huddle in with your folks, y'all all go up together. So, you know, that goes back to Vaughn's shout out reel. Um, um, we go high. Like, it's just like, He's shouting out faves, he's shouting out homies, he's shouting out people who, you know, we, 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 the people who like our friends, the people who who we go to when it's time to like do something that, that, you know, some community effort shit versus asking people, yo, you think you could like hook me up with or like,
1: would you be down to, no, just do it. (laughs) You you know what, you know what you don't want to do? And this, I've thought about this for a long time and it's, it's changed whatever trajectory we were on maybe 10 years ago it helped me like as far we you know we both steer in this car but it helped me be like whatever we do we staring in this direction i realize you don't want to be the person that they only interview to ask about somebody else mm. Yeah, you don't want to be that cat it's like yo so again i ain't saying no names but it's like yo tell us about what was it like when you was in the studio with so-and-so when y'all made this and what was he like when y'all made that and what was it like when y'all made that and then what did he say when y'all made this That's pretty annoying and they're not asking you anything about what you do what you contribute they're like tell us more stories about that guy you know what i mean so it's like we, we we've been tr- that's another thing we've been trying to do we don't want to be like Yo, let me tell you about when I was working with Michael Jackson, and then I worked with Michael Jackson this year, and I worked with Michael Jackson that Yeah, I know. Like, no, let's talk about what we're trying to do. And if and that's, that's not interesting, cool. And that's not to say if the opportunity to work with like Pharrell, I
2: just like for, for namesake, like Pharrell is probably like one of my favorite musicians, artists, personalities of all time. But Pharrell was like, Hey, I heard Don and we should do something. Absolutely, like it's not even like a thing where I'll be like, Well, you're an idol, I don't ever want to work. It's just it's just, I don't aspire to work with anybody but people that inspire me on a local level. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Coolie High bars out. They're, they're, they're such a super dope group. They inspire me and I can touch them. You know what I'm saying? So why not work with them as opposed to like, sure, Nas is inspirational or, or Jay-Z is inspirational, but like I don't aspire to be like, one day I'm gonna have Nas on a song. If
1: it happens, it happens, but if it doesn't happen, I got Charlie Sparks and tab one. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think it's fair to say, I want you to know who we are. You know what I mean? Cause like there's, there's been opportunities. There's been opportunities to do songs with plenty of people. Like there were people like, y'all yeah, can call in this favor, this person to do this for this super uh, discount, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, if you're going to do it and be like, yeah, I'm on a song with uh Tanya Morgan right now. I don't want to do it. You know, like I want you to, to rock with it, like to like know what we do and it makes sense. And not just you did this as a favor. You know what I mean? And I don't think that's an ego thing. I think that's just trying to keep it on a genuine level because Mm -hmm. to keep it real, I felt bad in the past when like, if I do something with somebody I wasn't familiar with, and then I was like, I take the time to go dig into what they do. So now I'm like, i'm in your zone now versus you know let me look at the let me look at the sheet of paper who's this i'm doing this for right now okay uh blah 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 blah, blah. and you know that that you know down to you know we have unreleased stuff with people like drake and stuff like that but he he knows who we are and that's all that matters like let's let's reach let's hit a zone together and let's not let's not phone it in uh, let, let's do our best to not phone it in you know mm-hmm. what i mean it it happens sometimes but
0: i get it don can you tell me um you know what you meant when you said you know get like getting to a place where your working wage was matching your job title
2: um well you know it's, it's just that that whole like dress for the job you want not the job you have type type mentality where it's just you know um being able to have like me and Vaughn we talk a lot about this stuff like we have, a, we have a group chat we talk a lot about stuff like this I don't know why I'm prefacing the conversation with the conversation <laughs> but <laughs> like just knowing your price and being confident in your price and not necessarily wavering from your price and people are like yo what's your rate what's your fee or whatever you know like you you you've lived in your body and worked in your art form for long enough to know exactly how much you des- not only not deserve but how much you require to do a thing. And it's not that it's not like on some ego shit. It's not like, oh, it's just McDonald's decides to charge X amount of dollars for their Burgers because that's how much it costs. MacBooks cost this much because they cost that much. And a verse for me or a beat for me or my DJ set will cost this much because that's how much I, that's how much my time is worth. You know what I'm right. saying? And like the other thing too that a lot of people don't necessarily think about is that time is the one thing that you can't get back. Right. And you know, like no matter how much money you're getting for a thing. Like like the, the basic ask is just like, do I want to do this thing? And the ability to the ability to just be able to p- decide not to do something is major. Right,
1: right, so you right. know
2: what I'm saying? Like like even the work and wage thing, it's not always about money. Sometimes it's just about, do I want to spend my time? Well, will, will it be spending my time or wasting my time? Like right, right, what's, right, the, right. what's the value proposition for me, you know?
0: Got it, got it. Would you say that the job title is actually a representation of what your full worth is?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, like, cause again, it's metaphorical. It's not like a, right. like, I'm, I'm, we're, we're multi hyphenates. It's not like, you know, we do one thing and we are known for one thing. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, so again, a lot of, there are people who don't know my rap music at all and they just know me as a DJ or they know me as whatever. Um, But that doesn't, that doesn't mean that, you know if they come over to that world that you know they can charge me that i don't know you right or they can they can treat me like treat me like just a a a person that's not a valuable part of that community you know what i'm saying like so it's yeah. it's definitely um a
0: representation definitely man thanks for um explaining that moving right along the tracks Intermission Routine and A-Team and pretty much any, like, Von P-produced beat, you hear this signature Tanya Morgan baseball batting sound effect. Mm -hmm. And I never got a chance to ask you all about that. I mean, in my my previous interview, I didn't get a chance to ask you all about that. Like, what's the story behind how that sound effect came to be and how, you know, it became a staple sound in you guys' music?
1: Rashad Tumbling Dice Smith. Um, shout out to Rashad Smith, Tumbling I Dice. Name. I I started making beats when I was fourteen. Um, the first song I heard that made me want to make beats is a song called "Mind Power" or a of, uh, Beach Rhymes and Life from a tribe called Quest. And um, if you're a Tribe fan, you're a Buster fan. If you're a Buster fan, then you know he works with Rashad Smith a lot. And I don't think he, it was ever on a Buster track but rashard smith used to have like a sound effect of dice hitting the floor or hitting the whatever dice and i was like yo i like that i want i want to have a tag like everybody has tags now but i don't think in the 90s i could be i could be wrong somebody tell me if i'm wrong but i don't think anybody really had a beat tag in the 90s like the, really. it was rashard smith with the with the dice and then maybe like Trackmasters, like if you count that. But then we had like Just Blaze, and now every if you hear a song, it'll have fifteen beat tags on it. <laughs> like the, the you would think the first verses on it's just all the beat tags of the producers <laughs> that made the beat, but um, it's uh, this is kind of embarrassing, especially with my um where I ended up. But when I was in high school, I thought I was going to be one of the hitmen like Puffy, Puffy's hitmen. So I was like, yo, I'm gonna be making hits one day. I'm gonna have platinum and gold plaques. And that's who I thought I was gonna be. But you know, I went with who I am for real. (laughs) So the whole thing was, yo, I'm gonna use a baseball bat sound, another hit, another hit. It sounds funny now to know that I'm like this super like underground dude. And the sound, the beat, my beat tag means another hit when I don't have any hits. <laughs> but yeah, that's what like it, it goes back to high school. It's inspired by Rashad Smith and his tumbling dice sound. And when I was in high school, like one day I'm gonna make, I think the first beat I made, I might've took, I might've got that sound effect and made that, that um, it's a, it's like a stock baseball sound and it's mixed with, um a crowd sound from like one of the records I had. Like I took a crowd sound and then I recorded just like out my window and just put it all together. Dope. And I've been using that same backcrack sound from ninety nine, ninety-eight, wow. ninety nine. I was I, so that, I was gonna I was
2: gonna ask you have you ever changed the backcrack sound it no it's no, no. MP3 file, wave
1: file from ninety nine? I almost did once because somebody made a bootleg ninth wonder beat pack. Like you know these drum these drum packs. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it's, it wasn't an official knife wonder, but it's like somebody made like a, a, a bootleg knife wonder drum pack, and like the first snare is the back crack, got and it. I got so mad. I was like, th- "This don't even make sense." How was my beat tag and <laughs> a bootleg knife wonder um, drum kit? You know what I mean? Like, I don't like I don't know who did that, but I was like, "Yo, I'm about to change. I'm about to change my sound," and then also. Um, There's a B.O.B. song with Andre 3000 that has that same stock sound in it. But it's the stock sound without the little, little things I added. But it's the same exact, like, it's the same thing. So I'm like, man, this is, this is my sound. I should have, I should have went with something that I made from scratch. That's my only regret. But at this point, I've been using it more than 20 years. And, um.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, it's, it's it's on so many of your records that like just the just that amount of times that it's used yeah. most cats are going to associate it with you and uh, as you got, as you were talking about it like i remember the first record i think the reason why it stuck with me is um the record stay tuned that's on the sunset ep mm-hmm. like i had loved that record so much and like that was my first time hearing it And it just, you know, like you, when you hear a record that you really like, everything that comes with that record tends to stick. Yep. And that sound effect stuck. And it just became this thing that I would hear over the years. But I, you know, I never really thought too much about it. But I, you know, you know, you know, in the back of your head, like, yo, that's Tanya Morgan. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't even realize that it was, it was signature for just your beats. Like, Mm -hmm, I I just felt like it was just something that you would hear on any tanya morgan record you know whatever no matter the beat you know what i mean um but yeah it's 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 become a staple sound of yours um so yeah i'm glad that you you broke that down
1: and um shout out to some people think it's a it's a it's pool balls breaking some people say it sounds like that it does sound like like that 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 works too i mean hey that it's it's setting the game off it's setting it off so that that works too but You know, my my teenage self, I started using it because I thought I was gonna be making hits, but I stuck with it. The first time I used it was on "Stay Tuned," that's why I started like batting. Oh, that's like that's the what I was first gonna talk. say.
0: I remember mm-hmm. hearing the reason why I associated with a bat is because you would say "batting," "batting." Like I would hear you say that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> indeed, indeed. Mm-hmm. So, um, I wanted to just take it a little bit back to ask you all about the, you know, the other member of the group that you guys initially started with, Elias, mm-hmm. like, um, what's, what's the status with your relationship with him today? Are you guys working with him in some other capacity outside of Tanya Morgan? Like, um, what's, what's the deal with, um, you know, well,
1: what's going on? With um, you? Sorry. Well, right now, the last thing we spoke about as far as creatively was he, he wants to um, help us with, with, he wants to help us with the video for the new album. Dope. So you know that he, he, he has the album, he heard it and he likes it and he wants to do like some video work for it because he's like, he's heavy into like video work and like um, visual animation, like like computer animation and stuff like that. And um, we are just trying to figure out what song is gonna be, like, like how we're gonna do it, with, what song, and um that's that's kinda still that's a that's Tanya Morgan, you know what I mean? Cause it it's like but yeah, still the homie.
2: Funny uh, that I called him this morning, he didn't pick up, but I called him this morning just to call him, you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't want nothing. It was it was just wild, it was like eight o'clock in the morning. It was wild early because I'm let's be calling people super early in the morning. But um, outside of that, man, like we honestly we're we we just Talk like homies, like we're Don't. we're just friends. You know what I'm saying? With and a lot of it is due to like him musically being in a different space. Like the stuff he, this the music he makes is very different than the music that he was making with Timmy. Right, right,
0: right, right.
2: I mean, when I like the 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 quality is still there, the yeah. rapping is still there, but it's it's just a different. It's like a a whole different subgenre of rap. So, um, you know, like that was what he wanted to do. Um, that's not to say he still pops up. Like he popped up on my solo album, uh, one word, no space. He popped up on that. He'll pop up from time to time. Like if you gotta, you gotta twist his arm and send him the right track. Like he'll, <laughs> I sent him one joint and he flat out was like, nah, I'm not rapping. <laughs> <laughs> but it goes both ways. Cause he sent me a joint and I was just like, Nope, I'm not rapping on that. Like me and him, the one thing me and him have. And I think that, uh, I think that honestly, him leaving the group was part of what helped maintain it. It's just, we have a very candid relationship. Like he, he'll he call me one day and Like he, like on my birthday, we talked for like an hour because he told me, I forget what verse it was, but he was like, you, you, you'll you never do a better verse than that. I'm like, man, that, that verse is like 10 years old. What are you talking wasn't about? It, wasn't it, it Camp Cupcake? Yes, it was Camp Cupcake off of a a project from like, one of me and Brick, me and Brick Beast did a whole project. Um, And I just recently put it out, but like, he loves that song and he's just like, man, you'll never do another verse better than that. It's like, we had like this really long drawn out, like debate about like, like me rapping in general. And I'm just like, I was like, tell me five other songs that you like by me. And like, like, it was like this whole thing, back and forth thing. So. Long story short, I dedicated this. I was calling him to tell him that I dedicated this album to him because I'm like, now tell me, now tell me, am I rapping better? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) We used to have a, like that, but that was how our relationship started. Like we used to, we we, we, we started out not really being good friends. We would battle a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like we were, we were definitely like um, sparring partners. Like our relationship was built on like steel sharpening steel. And making sure like each other was on point lyrically, so he's one of the few like 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 don't get it twisted. Don't nobody call me debating my they, the the best verse. Like I'm not having that conversation with you. <laughs> I'll have it with Ilias
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I will have I will have it with, with my with my my damn near blood brother Ilias But I'm absolutely not letting somebody tell me I'm not rapping right. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right,
0: right. Nah.
2: <laughs> but I mean, you need that. You know I mean, what I'm saying?
0: Word, word. I think it's dope that y'all still both have uh, a mutual respect and love, you know what I mean? For him and his vice versa, man. So yeah. thanks for, you know, talking about that. So I, I want to get back to another track on the album. You guys mentioned it earlier. Um, it's track number eight entitled A-Team. Why did y'all quit yourselves to being like members on the A-Team?
1: Oh, actually, it's not like that. A-Team. Um, it's um. Oh, it's not
0: okay. Oh, see, I went a yeah, little it, far. Yeah, it,
1: it's not um, it's not the A team. It's like it's the A team, like Team A, like the the first oh, pick. Okay. Got you know, it. Like, like we, yeah, like it. It wasn't um, it wasn't like Mr. T and them. It's more like you know we've been we've been first round draft picks. So yeah, like just I like it's it. more just more that like trash talking, like you know we we've been on the A team. Please get out of you know step out the way and um. What happened with that was actually, I was doing like a reference track. I was trying to come up with an idea. And I sent that to Don as is, like first, the first thing I did was I, I was mumbling, we've been on the A-team, knock them out the way, please. Please, please, please I come out the way. Rap dope for rap folks. And I just like put something together and like, okay, this is what the flow is gonna sound like. Something like this. And I was like, "Iko, now I gotta like really do a verse for real." And Don is like, "Yo, don't touch that verse. Don't touch that hook. Leave everything. Leave it. You did it right the first time." So, you know, he stopped me from overthinking it. But that was really like made the track. And that was like it was almost like a mumble reference but with words.
0: Right, right. And I'm right. like,
1: "I'm going to fix that and do a real verse and come up with a real hook." And he's like, "No, leave it. Leave that. That is it." Yeah, it, was, oh. it, it captured a mood. You know what I'm saying? Like even if you listen, like it's
2: reflected in my verse. There's just like a, it's a general tone that it set, and with what I did right writing wise and just delivery wise, it was just yeah, like, trying to trying to like get into that mood because you know like a lot of people may or may not know we don't necessarily record our music in the same places. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like. Like he'll, we we mail tracks a lot, email tracks a lot, or like send tracks to each other. About we'll we'll talk about the song and communicate heavily about what's going on. It's not like some blind taste test where he just sends me a verse and then I'm like, oh okay, and I'll send him something. Right, like, right. Like it's
0: discussed, so, but it's you know it's it's done remotely. So, um, yeah. Just I was, now, I was saying I'm glad that y'all y'all explained that because I I I don't know why I just saw. The A Team, like the the classic TV show, Um, so but it makes sense. So in a way, I'm I feel bad for asking it like that, but you know, you cleared it up because I feel like maybe somebody else might see it that way too.
1: (laughs) You know, as you say that the dash that is that's the A Team name because it's the A Dash team. Yeah, I
0: I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah.
1: So you know, that that's one of those things where um, probably probably could have thought about that a little bit more. You know, just had like a without the dash because i think the dash makes it the tv show you know what got i'm it, saying got
0: it yeah 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 i think that's might be what it is you were <laughs> gonna you were gonna say don you were gonna finish um
1: i i
2: lost my thought I got my it. if it
0: comes back you you could jump in um so Vaughn, on the end of your verse from that song a team you say you made a living out of dreaming and it ain't is that Don? Is it? That's Don. That's Don. It. Yeah. That's Don. Yeah. I'm sorry. I messed up the <laughs> name. All right. So, Don, you say you made a living out of dreaming, and it ain't that, that bad. Yeah, yeah. It ain't yeah. that bad. What were some things you had to do to make that living happen? Like, where where would you say the bulk of your financial stability came from? If you could share a little bit.
2: I mean, you know, first off, just nine to five just figuring out how to how to balance the artistic vision with the with just the the responsibilities of being a, a an adult in the world um and part of that was learning how to manage money, part of that was learning how to manage my time and then from that point forward, it was figuring out you know various side hustles that fit into the grid of what I was trying to accomplish so for a while I was writing articles for things or I was um you know, picking up seasonal work during the holiday season when I wasn't touring or something. You know what I'm saying? Like just doing little things to make sure that I had money in my account. And when we did go on the road or when things were slim, I had like a little cushion. Um, But then it, it turns into like figuring out mobile things or like figuring out ways that you can, figuring out ways to, make money that are extensions of of what you currently do so it might be something like i don't know like a podcast theme or djing a gig like you know what i'm saying like it's just figuring out it's it's figuring out ways to continue to be creative at a high level and not necessarily um stilt your financial income you know what i'm
0: saying yeah M- makes a lot of sense you know As you mentioned podcasts, I I know that you have a a podcast entitled The Book of Rhymes. Um, And I've seen a lot of artists recently enter into that space. Like, you know, they start out as artists first and then they become podcasters. Like, how has, you know, podcasting helped the overall success of your career? Like, like where has it benefited you
2: um. Honestly, I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily helped. I, I would say that it's just been like just an extension. It's just like, cause again, like you can't, you can't, you can put out music every day, but I don't think the quality will be. I don't know. Like for me, I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna generalize. I'm gonna say specifically me. I go through periods where I just don't. I need a break.
0: Right. Right. Right.
2: You know I and mean? like, and you can ask Bond. Like Bond can verify. There'll be months where I just won't do anything. I won't write raps. I won't make beats. I'll just be living life. And I, I you know, like the podcast thing more than anything gave me something to do, mm-hmm. but it also gave me a reason to stay inspired. So, you know, like talking to homeboy, Sandman, or talking to Pharaoh Mantra, whoever I'm talking to, like talking to them about their music and the creation of music. And like the thing we're most passionate about kind of fuels me in a way. And it, it wasn't, like I've had podcasts before that I I I I, I kind of do them and then walk away from. <laughs> I'm, I'm <good laughs> but I like I'll pick something up, do it for a little while. I'm like all right, I'm I'm done with that. I don't feel like doing that anymore. And it's not like a the the thing that I wanted. The thing that I want to make sure that I'm on top of and that people understand is that I'm a musician first. I'm a rapper first. Um, I'm a producer first. Um, all these things, that's my engine and all the stuff I do surrounding that is in service of that. It's not necessarily like, it's not like on some, like I'm gonna do this, drop this rap record so I can become the host of extra, extra on on 11. It's like, no, I'm doing that. So that somebody will like Google, like do some research to find out there's a really dope record on the other end of that. And I don't want to get again, like this might be backwards logic, but I don't want to get too far into anything to where I get lost and removed from the thing that I love the most. You know what Music. I'm
0: saying? I get it. No, that makes sense. So the legendary is a crew that shows up quite a lot throughout Tanya Morgan records. And, and I'm, I want to say even your solo records, like for those that may not know, like who is the legendary crew comprised of today? And what does their p- presence mean to the legacy of Tanya Morgan?
1: Um, uh, you you had a member on not too long ago. Um, Elucid from Arm and Hammer. What? He's legendary. Um, Shay Grand is legendary. Rob Cave, aka Spec Boogie, uh, Brick Beats, Aeon. Um, I'm sorry, I'm for, I'm forgetting people. Germicide, definitely. Who did I forget? I'm sorry, I forgot somebody, and I apologize. Ilias, myself don will wow. you know what i'm saying at <laughs> um uh and then we got extended family man you know we got a uh, shout out to no Yameko, shout out to heinz shout out to a brother named george shout out to um gomez clan you know like it, it's just creative artistic community of people it's almost like i look at it like a like a fraternity that's how i that's how i like to say it it's not so much like this rap crew that you know, we 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 got to go on tour with together and blah blah blah. We do have an album. We did a legendary album called Ahead of Schedule, but I look at it more of like a fraternity. It's more like a like a card carrying member kind of thing, you know. Where we link up when we link up, we work when we do, when we work. You know, like a on this album. Like I said, myself, Brick Beach, Aeon, Don. We did a bulk of the production, and that's all. You know, for the legendary um i have we uh elusive and myself we have an unreleased album that's coming out next month so Dope. that's a lesson to every affair um and you know we, we we're working on we're producing a new album for rob cave aka spec boogie Dope. and you know we just uh Shay grant has produced a, a, a ep for us abandoned theme park he produced that whole thing and you know we we just we just keep it going like just like collectively even like you know Ilias, the stuff he does under Hood Tronic and all of his uh film work, it's lessendary. Germicide does film work too. It's legendary. I'm trying to get into it myself. We might have lessendary films one day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just it's just a it's a creative thing, you know, creativity all around.
2: But that 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 goes back to me, what I was saying about pulling on your brothers next to you as opposed to like reaching for idols and people who don't have any real interest in in Helping you for real, you know what I'm saying?
0: Indeed, indeed. You know, speaking about, you know, a lot of these other artists that are part of Lessendary, um, and just thinking about the features on this project, one one of the s- singles on this project features Jack Davey, and um, the track is called Whole Mood. And not only does she sing on the hook, she also has a rap verse, like what inspired the feature from her?
1: You got. I can answer it. Yeah, you got. It. Um, she told us she was on the record. Like she, she. Another one. She, she's family. We were, we were both signed to the same label in two thousand and five. Yeah, we were both signed to the same label in two thousand and five. If you go back and look at the We video from two thousand and six, Jay Davy is in the video, and I remember that yeah, we've just been like extended fam this whole time. And she heard an early version of the song, shout out to uh, um, George. he d- uh, designed the cover and they're really close. And sh- he, he was like, yo, you know, you know, I'm working on a new cover for Tanya Morgan, they new stuff. And I guess she might've been like, you know what? Let me hear something. And she heard like an early version of whole mood. And she's like, Tell them niggas I'm on that song. <laughs> I'm on that, like straight up. And so he's like, "Yo, Jack Davy said she's on the whole mood." And we was like, "Then Jack Davies on the whole mood. Then damn it, I guess she is." And and yeah. when we heard it, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like like the song was here, and now the song is
0: right right up right. here.
1: You know what I mean? So
0: yeah, I mean, it,
1: it's a blessing. Like I, I I love I love hearing her rap
2: in general, so like knowing that she wanted to like rock on it like rocking like bar out, I was all for it because she's she doesn't get her due as an MC. Like she gets she gets her due in general, but I think that like
1: I think that there needs to be like a special due for her as an MC. You know what I'm saying? Like, She, she have we have another there's another lesson to every track. What is the name of that song? I'm slipping right now, but it's. It's Rob Cave, Shay Grand. Shadow oh, Pockets. Yes, it's uh, um, it's Jack Davy, Shay Grand, S- Spec Boogie, aka Rob Cave, and she does like the same thing she did on our track. She harmonizes through it. She takes it to another level with the with the harmonies and just the crazy vocals. And then she also does an awesome ass verse, you know. Yeah, so yeah. she been yeah. she been hooking the legendary up. You know what I mean.
0: Indeed. Like that track in particular, like it's one of those tracks that like she's all over it. Like you hear Mm -hmm. her in the hook, you hear her with a verse, you know, spitting. And then I think at the end of the track, she harmonizes again. And it's just like her contribution to that track is big. And as I listen to that track more, I actually like it more. You know, Um, I think when I first heard it, it took me a little time to get to, you know, to get to yeah, that yeah. place where I'm really feeling it. But um, the more I listen to it and just listen to the different elements, um, I really like it. So the final track is entitled After School Special. And this track is a sleep... Like, this is this is a track that I think cats might sleep on. Um, be, And the reason why I say that is because it comes at the end, but there's change-ups, right? And uh-huh. I think when it makes that change, it just goes into a... Uh, uh, another doper lane um, And I think it's it's like What you guys are saying on the track too really stands out with the beat. Um, mm-hmm. You have a prominent line In the hook um, Vaughn, where you say Aunties hold their phones Horizontal when we come through <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, What makes aunties so excited To take pics of Tanya Morgan Like w- you know What did you want to convey with that line
1: yeah that's um that that's me and actually uh featuring fresh rose he's actually my younger brother that's that's me and my brother saying that hook because i thought of you know he's an artist in his own right and i thought it would be funny if a younger person was saying it and we have very similar voices so i was like that's the closest i can get to hopping in the time machine so let me get younger me to say aunties hold they phone because it's like it's even funnier to me and um I just think, you know, a few years ago, I just went in on this whole thing about aunties because, like, you know, so many rappers be like, "Yo, your girl this, your girl that," and then Shorty wanna blah blah blah, and her friend, and I was like, "Man, what about the aunties? Y'all sleeping on the aunties, bro?" Like, <laughs> this, was, 70- this was, before Ali was this was
2: before auntie was this was this a- was
1: yeah, 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 like it, it was a thing for me. I was like, man, y'all are y'all are sleeping on the aunties, man. And it's, and it's like, so I just started going with that. Like, I don't want to talk about your girl. I want to talk about your fine ass aunt. And then as I got older, and I'm just a, I'm an uncle, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's like, at this point, it's basically saying our fan base fucks with us. Like, you know what I mean? Like we 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 make as quote unquote grown man rap. Right. And it's like, man, the sexy ass aunties come to our show, pull that camera out, get a video, and you know, it's popping. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's the place to be, like the Tanya Morgan show, the sexy aunties we got the show, man. It's like, and we don't need we not even know R and B singers or nothing like that. So <laughs> <laughs> that, it, that's it. really that's what it is. Like it, you know, I said it in jest, I'm saying it to be funny. There's some uh definitely, you know, serious elements to that song, but it's it's just a mixture. It's what we do, man. You know, like it's just it's it's the life of it's the life of black and brown folks, man. It's like you got to joke through stuff. Like, it's, you got something serious to say, but then you got to joke through it too. Like, I'm yeah. I'm on that song. I'm talking about you know crack epidemic and how people didn't know they was addicted until right. they were addicted, and yeah. like how we talk about these kids now. Everything is lean this, Percocet that, and it's like, man, don't make them same mistakes. You know what i mean but then i get on the sync sing- i get on the um the hook and like those same kids i'm talking to i'm like by the way your honors at my show
0: right right <laughs> you know
1: right, I mean? right so it's just like it's 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 heavy but it's light it's heavy but it's light you know what i mean
0: and i appreciate that explanation because when i heard the hook you know i was trying to connect it to what you were saying in the lyrics mm-hmm. um and you know if you just really listen to that song You know, it seems like you guys are talking about being comfortable with growing old and, you know, just staying true to your sound. And, you know, all the stuff that comes with longevity, uh, when you're no longer like the hot thing, but you're like Mm -hmm. comfortable with what you've done. And that's when you, you know, attract like the aunties and, you know, the the aunties (laughs) are really, the aunties are really your core, you know, your fans that was rocking with you during your prime, they're just damn aunties. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're now yeah. aunties because you're older now, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, and, uh, you know, it's
1: the whole thing, again, like, especially that song really sums it up, even down to calling it after school special, because it's like, it's all it's all lighthearted. It's not, we trying to like, hey, listen to me, blah, 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 you know, whippersnapper. We're not doing that, but it's just like, yo, this is this is what i was doing when i was like the the first part the first part is like you know they talk bad about the hood but man we used to i was in the hood and we was knocking on everybody's door trick-or-treating the drug dealers had candy man the the people that were on drugs still had candy at their door and they say oh y'all look so cute they might have been you know shooting up trick-or-treat they come give you candies nothing wrong with it because that's still a person and they go back and doing whatever they was doing and, you know, we're, if we're all still human, we're all still people. It's not just the hood, you, you know, the ghetto, blah, blah, blah. And then as the song flips to the, the Aeon production part of it, it just goes more into like, um, you know, we're, we're kind of talking to, when I hear it, I feel like Don is kind of like talking to his daughter in a way. Mm. And I'm just kind of like talking to like younger rappers and just being like, yo, man, you know, blah blah blah, rock ski, so and so. What you think that ski stands for? Because that that was a cool drug at the time. Cat started setting it on fire, <coughs> and the rest is history. And it's just like I'm just telling you what I saw. As we step into becoming those elder statesmen and stuff, I'm just like, all right. So y'all be careful with that, the Percocets and all of that stuff. And if if I sound like an old head, if I sound wise, that's cool. But I'm not telling you something wrong.
0: Right, right. No, I, I got you? this sense of that. On, on yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just giving, giving a little, a little advice. You know what I'm saying? Imparting what wisdom we do have to share, but also like Bob was saying, not in like a heavy-handed sort of like I know what's best sort of way. <laughs> I've seen some things, and if you, if you, you know, if this resonates with you, cool. If not, make the mistakes and then translate them to your, translate them your way. But you know what I'm saying? Like my verse was more or less just kind of talking to my daughter and talking to just like, a lot of times I write for my, I, I write for my future self to go back. Like I'll, I'll listen to Tanya Morgan music. Like when Spotify does those year end rap things, I feel weird posting them because it will be like, Tanya Morgan is the second most listened to artist in your catalog,
1: which is <laughs> awesome.
2: Stevie Wonder,
1: Tanya Morgan.
2: (laughs) No, it was literally that last year, you know what I'm saying? But It's because like, sometimes it's listening to our music, thinking about what we haven't done. And sometimes it's listening to our music, like about how mixes change, or just like, I listen to it to analyze, but I also enjoy it because it's good music. It's not like, like when people say, I'm making music that ain't out there, I'm making music that I wish was out there. It's out there. Like I'm listening to it because we made it. <laughs> it's right, really right, right. good. Right? And you know what I'm saying? Like, but with that said, you know, sometimes I write verses and I'll like I'll go back and hear them and be like, man, I was on some that's what's up. And I, that verse was kind of like for that, for like sometimes, you know, when you have those moments of thinking like doubt about um doubt about yourself or about the job you're doing, you go back like oh was, I'm I'm on the right path, you know what I'm
1: saying?
0: Definitely. And ju- ju-
1: just to add one more thing. um, That's like my last verse on the album. That's like the end. So, and like, you know, there, there are other little parts here and there where I jokingly, I might joke about like, oh, you know, the young rappers dress funny or blah, blah, blah. But I end my verse with saying rappers went from TVs in the dashes to uh, cars with eyelashes. And it's not like, you know, a lot of, again, rap uncles, they had, there's so much to say about, oh, y'all wearing dresses and this and that. And, but, and I'm like, okay, we was wasting money putting a TV in a headrest and that was dumb. And I was like, yo, we got jokes, but they own their music. They're smarter business people than the big bros I grew up on. Nobody got their masters and stuff from back then. Well, shout out to Daylight, they got theirs now, yes. but like, these the, the younger cast they got more business savvy so i'm like man the jokes on who so it's like i'm sitting here we sitting here kind of trying to clowning and trying to tell y'all what to do but i shut it out at least you know i I close out with like yo the jokes on who you, you got your business in order
0: right? so right. like
1: you you know something you know what i mean it's not like i know everything it's like teach me something you know what i mean the jokes on who That's
0: so it's just so... like it's like a, a,
1: a back and forth thing you know what i mean
0: that's so dope that you said that because I I wanted to actually ask you about that line, mm-hmm. um, and I'm glad that you um you broke that down and it, it's it really speaks to sometimes the the mentality that we see with some of the older heads we call them purists uh, mm-hmm. where they're like you know bitter about what ha- what hip hop has come to be and you, for you to be able to see like the positive. In the younger generation, as much as you know, some of the jokes be warranted and stuff. But as much, <laughs> as much as as much as that happens, you know, to still be like, yo, to bridge that gap, really, you know what I mean, and and, and to recognize the um the good that they are doing, you know what I'm saying? that's important,
1: our generation, I call it like I call it the blog ever rap. We are the Jam Brady. You know, we are the middle child. Word. You know, we, we didn't we didn't have the budgets and the Hype Williams videos that some of like our big brothers had and we also didn't have the Dow then we were the guinea pigs people like us and even like little brother to like little brother kind of like to end they got in at the last minute but then you had like your pack divs and you know all, all of us cats we were like guinea pigs like okay how is this internet hip-hop movement gonna work Mm -hmm. and then you had like the tdes and um beach coast and like you had joey bash and all all these guys came in and like okay we know how to do this now let's this is how the videos need to look this is how the website needs to look this is how the uh the tumblr needs to look and they like knocked it out the park and we were kind of like the middle the middle ground so now it's like okay well what is our advantage what is our perspective and it's like to see it, you know, to, to, to be in, like Kendrick said, looking in, in the middle of the room, looking around, you know what I mean? Right.
0: Right. So let me just first say, um, thank y'all for the time that y'all shared here today. I know I, it's, and I feel like it's either approaching two hours or <laughs> over two hours that I've had you all. So I appreciate your time. Um, in closing, I do want to, go back to something that you guys said earlier in in when you guys were describing the cover art, you said that, um, you know, you were at a point where, um, you guys are kind of like, it's like a restart for Tanya Morgan, right? Like, so it, it, it leads me to ask like, what, what's in store next? Like how do you envision Tanya Morgan, moving forward like I don't know when we'll get another full-length project from Tanya Morgan but just with that mindset of you know restarting and 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 and, um you know having a new vision moving forward what can people expect um for for me
1: I'll just answer it real quick for me I just want to continue to be creative with Don Will If it if it if it's not another full-length Tanya Morgan album, it may be, it may not be. It may be EPs, it may be singles, it may be we produce somebody else's album. We might score a movie. We might find some, you know, 18-year-old kid and write all their rhymes. (laughs) You know, like any I just want to continue to be creative with Don Will, whether that's more Tanya Morgan albums or whatever. So like the new chapter it's just being creative with Don Will for me. You know what I mean? But whatever that means, whatever happens, whatever, whatever we end up doing, cause, and it's going to come from a place of creativity because right mm-hmm. now I feel like with, with um, Don and Vaughn, we like, we, we set the cards up, set the dominoes up, knock them down. And it's like, right now, I don't need to set him back up right now cuz I feel like we made the album we've been trying to make for a long time. Dope. So I'm not even thinking about another album right now, but I do know that I'm going to continue to be in the creative partnership with him regardless, you know?
0: Do you guys yes. feel like um there's something still that y'all need to accomplish? Like is is there or do you feel like this was it? The Don, the um the Don and Vaughn album? Like, is this something that you guys set out to do that, you know, if you really sit and think about it, man, you feel like you still need to do that. Like, is that something in your um, mind?
1: With, for, with this album, it really, you know, we, we, we had our own, you know, conversations when we started the album. And then we we brought it into fruition. And so far, so good. Is The album has truly lived up to everything we wanted it to live up to in terms of how we thought it would be received and how it has been received so far and i really truly believe that um the the next battle we have is just fighting against the the ongoing cycle of well, what what's the next album what's the next album right, next right, week right. you know is drake dropping next week is you know who's putting out an album next week Who, who's putting out so i really in my heart of hearts believe people keep listening to this album I don't care if it's once a month it will become like it'll hit you like if you're a Tanya Morgan fan it's gonna hit the top of your list of our albums Dope. And it, it's not it's not crazy for me to say this can be seen as one of our better albums you know what I mean and that's what we were trying to do we've had a lot of people say that already and just just trying to keep it in rotation with everybody you know because like the one listen is not going to make somebody fall in love with it, but it's a lot going on. It's a lot of little Easter eggs and things like to keep repeat listens happening. And, um, that was the goal. And the next goal is, you know, we got, we have a lot of more music that we're doing. We're not necessarily working on another Tanya Morgan album right now, right? but we're doing more Tanya Morgan music We're um, we're producing the record for spec Rob cave. I keep calling him his old name producing a new record for Rob Cave <laughs> and um, Don is doing some production for me. Like we're going to do something. So it's going to be more time. You, you're not going to miss Tanya Morgan. Yeah. for sure. you might miss Tanya Morgan's albums for a little while, but you're not going to miss Tanya Morgan.
0: I get it yeah, like it's,
1: sure. it's more. I would say that
2: I would say the, the stuff that's in the pipeline is just more full immersion. If you will, like, um, if you've been tapped in, you know, Every, every so often we mutate and we do some things or we might do a rubber soles with six cents or we might you know i might we might just kind of like go off in like a solo creative endeavor and do something that again is as dope as everything else but it's just a different chamber um it's just gonna be more of that you know what i'm saying more world building but just this time with a different with a different um sort of like understanding and intellect, because again, like the, the themes that we touched on on this record come with age and time. Like, you can't really you can't really write an after school special on while you're making Brooklyn Addie. Like you kind of have to live a certain amount of life to That's even right. That's right. articulate those feelings. So, you know, like like the next phase will just be just the, the people you hear rapping on Don and Vaughn like making art, um, mm. because again, like the album has been Don and Von have been done for a minute, but within that, like the the person that you're rapping on the record is still me. Like I'm still I still have that same ideology. Versus right. if you if you pull, it, you get what you pay for. The person rapping on that record, I I I know who he is. It's not it's not it's not the version of me that's talking to you today. You know what I'm saying? And the per and vice versa. You can keep going back. And I think that's everybody should evolve and everybody should change. And our music is so personal and integral to who we are. There's no way that our music is affected by the greater, the, the broader changes in our lives. You know what I'm saying?
0: I get it. I get it. But music,
2: musically, we got a bunch of stuff in the pipeline. We got some stuff coming. Again, like Bond said, it might not. It might not be another album for a while. But it will definitely. People won't be starved in any way, shape, or form for Tanya Morgan
0: music. Wonderful. Wonderful. Man, thank you so much uh, to both of you for, like I said, for extending your time. You know, I wish you all much continued success in your solo endeavors and, you know, as Tanya Morgan, the group, man. Um, Before we get out of here, do you want to kind of let the people know where um, they can find you, you know, your social media pages or your website, you know, just to keep acquainted with all things Don and Vaughn or Tanya Morgan?
1: first of all i, I do want to apologize to you like i said i'm out of town right now and my computer is dying and my mom has the old school socket so i can't plug the <laughs> i can't plug my computer up so i do want to apologize if it cuts off but okay. i'm gonna let don uh take over
2: but yeah uh we're just uh Tanya Morgan is TanyaMorgan.com. you know all the everything you need is right there um in terms of solo stuff is at Don Will or at Von P on everything across all platforms. We, you know, us being us being kind of like early internet adopters, we <laughs> we luckily secured our names on the platform. So wherever you want to find us, that you just type the whatever the thing is slash Don Will or slash Von P or slash Tanya Morgan. Um, we're fairly active on online like Twitter,
1: Instagram, not so much Facebook, but yeah. Indeed, indeed. And one more thing. I hope y'all have enjoyed my uh, Brick from yoga studio. If you look at how we started and look at me now, because I had to turn the AC and everything off. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm in a sauna right now, but it's all good. Krill's my man. And I'm happy to be here. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yo, thank y'all so much, man. And, and to all of our viewers and listeners, man, remember to go to our website, outtheboxmedia.com to get connected with... Um, all we have going on, all the shows that we've put out and the new stuff to come, you can become a free script subscriber on that website so we can notify you when we put out these episodes. You'll be one of the first to know when we put out the new episodes. Every Friday is a new show. So, um, again, thank you all for rocking with me, and thanks to all the listeners and viewers. Till our next show, I just want to say peace, love, and light. Stay focused, stay healthy, stay safe. We out.